Hi, I'm Mitch, aka Mikey. And this is Desire, also known as Danny. And you're listening to the 20 and Plenty Podcast. Where two bitches in their 20s got plenty of shit to say. Okay. Ayo. <laughs> Ayo. Ayo. Hi, hi, welcome back. I, to I don't know the rest of that TikTok. I don't know the rest of that TikTok, <laughs> but if you know what we're talking about, then like whatever. Welcome back to 20 and Plenty, your favorite fucking show. Good morning. With the two. Hello, hello. With the, okay, maybe the three hottest bitches. Well, we'll introduce someone soon, but let's catch up, Danny. Let's catch up. <laughs> how are you today? How's your two, how have you been the last two weeks? I've been good. It's been hectic. Yo, like I'm telling you right now, like I've never been on such an emotional roller coaster this past Dead week, ass. dude. Like I'm li- I literally just finished all my final exams, but I don't know if I'm graduating. Like they they literally gave me a cliffhanger cuz like I'm on the verge of graduating because of like calc or I might be failing calc. Like, I don't know what is happening. So, uh, we'll see. I don't know. <laughs> Found we'll out. See. We'll find out next time on the next episode of 20 and 20. But <laughs> if she's graduating it's not. okay but you know what like if you don't you have more time to focus on like that course because that's the only course you're going to be taking right and you might even do better yeah. oh yeah I will be doing better for sure without you know a doubt I mean? and <laughs> I know you're gonna graduate very very soon I know you're gonna graduate and it's gonna be I fine will. Okay, bitch. <laughs> You're gonna be fine. Everything's gonna be fine. But it sucks. It's shitty. Like school, school shitty. You know. It is. Yeah. But whatever. How you been though? You been okay? Yeah. I think I'm just the same. I've been like DJing a lot. Like I've been like practicing. You have. You yeah. guys have to listen to like her mixes. They're so cute. I love okay, them. Wait. They're not. <laughs> they're not. <laughs> just hold on. They're not like. <sighs> that great right now because i'm just learning and i was okay actually i don't want to spoil what mixes i'm doing yet because it's like okay it's not like i have fans but i'm gonna pretend that i do (laughs) and be like it's a surprise so whatever (laughs) um but i've been good like everything's just been the same i haven't been outside too much just because it's been raining a lot you know so i've been Mm -hmm. feeling pretty lazy just going with the flow and all that stuff um yeah, yeah. I'm- no, today's gonna be good though, because we're supposed to act. Well, okay. By the time this episode comes out, it's gonna happen already. What? But we're supposed to give Patrick a goodbye today. Oh, so- yeah. I was like, bitch, don't like expose it. But Patrick's not here. I was about to say like, <laughs> yeah. I, I thought like Patrick was watching me from like the fucking webcam or some shit. Like, you can't. Oh my god. I was like, do not expose yeah. it. But yeah, today. Yeah, our friend, our friend Patrick is gonna be going to Korea to teach. Yeah. So we don't know when he's coming back, but he's leaving very soon. So we wanted to do a little surprise goodbye for him and hopefully we make him cry. Yeah. Oh, oh my God. Yeah. Hopefully we all cry. I've knew I've known Patrick ever since like senior kindergarten. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. He's a little shit. I hate him. I hate him so much. <laughs> I hate him. But like we'll miss him so much. No, we will. I'm gonna miss I'm gonna miss him a lot for yeah. sure. Okay, topic reveal, topic reveal, topic reveal, topic reveal, sex work. (laughs) Holy fuck, I wasn't expecting her to do that. (laughs) Sex work, sex work, sex work, sex work. (laughs) All right, so the topic today is sex work. Let's get it. Let's see. Am I in the industry? I am not. But I have considered selling feet pics because I really do think that my feet are very cute. (laughs) I actually think that my feet are very cute. Um, I gave a guy some feet pics once. And like, I'm really. Did you actually? Yeah. I don't want to say who, though. But I'll tell you. Oh, obviously not. I'll tell you after. But (laughs) um, (laughs) I'm just sad that I gave it to him for free, bro. Oh Oh my god, I'm so bad right now. The profits? I could have charged like what? Maybe a hundred? You gave him like fucking five, bro. That's like five hundred dollars. You gave him five? With nail polish. (laughs) 
And guess what? White nail polish. Oh. Yeah. Oh, bitch. Someone's looking at me here very disappointed. I am so sorry. But, mm-hmm, <laughs> so mm-hmm. but yeah, that's, um, I'm not in the industry, but I've considered it, like, to be honest. Um, how about you, Danny? Um, well, for myself, I, I guess I am in the industry. Like I was always unsure to see, to say if I actually am in it or not, but I do have an OnlyFans and I do consider that to be part of like sex work. Yeah. Mm. Um, so if any, for anyone who doesn't know, my OnlyFans name is Raina Storm. Get it. So feel free to go check her out. Get it. Um, but yeah, like I, I've, I'm doing OnlyFans right now. I have sugared before. Like, I've had sugar daddies in the past and everything as well, too. That was an experience that I'm excited to go in and talk about as mm-hmm. well. Um, but, yeah, it's definitely a, a industry that I'm learning to learn more about. And it's exciting. It really is. So... Beautiful description, Danica. Mm -hmm. Oh my gosh. And speaking of sex work, we have a special guest. Special guest. Yeah. Woo. Special guest. Yeah. Woo. It's our first special guest of 20 and plenty. Yes. We have the beautiful Miss Tia Reyes in the house. Hey, 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 hey. Why don't you introduce yourself and tell them who you are? All right. Aw, thank you. Thank you so much, Mickey and Desire, for having me. Um, hello, everybody. My name is Miss Tia Reyes. Hey, hey, hey. <laughs> and I am a Toronto-based uh, sex worker. Um, if you all really need to know, I am Filipino, because <laughs> that matters, <laughs> apparently. That's hilarious. <laughs> or like my my tagline is hashtag Asian babe. So love it. Yes. <laughs> love it. Um, and so yes, I I am a sex worker. My main trade is escorting. Mm-hmm. So as a full time, as a sorry, a FSSW is the acronym full service sex worker. Mm-hmm. Oh, um, okay. <clears throat> not a lot of people like to hear it, but I like to say that I'm a therapist in lingerie. <laughs> Oh, I love, I love that. that. But not necessarily like a healthy kind of therapist. I'll just tell you what you want to hear. <laughs> um, so, yes, that's my main focus in the industry. But I do also um, do online. I do, I guess, what's considered virtual services. So I have texting services as well as I also sell pics. Yes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Mikey, <Okay. laughs> we can talk about my. No, it's okay. <laughs> no, I would also. Right. We've all made. I, also, I would love to learn how much that would have been. Anyways, we can continue. continue. Oh yeah, yeah. Yes. We can actually get. Oh, we can get into oh that God, for yeah, sure. Okay. But honestly, you get you get to choose the price. Honestly, um, but yes, I have been doing this work since November of 2019. Mm. And I did take about a, a six-month break during the, pan, the initial beginning of the pandemic back in 2019. So now I'm back, full swing. Uh, started off in an agency, mm-hmm. and now I am a, an, an independent worker. Let's go! Let's get it. We yes. love independent workers. <laughs> no, that's so great. Oh, that's so cool. Okay, yeah, because a lot of the stuff that you're about to tell us, like, I don't even know myself. Mm. So this is going to be really, really interesting to hear. Oh, trust me. There's a lot. I can imagine. <laughs> I'm still, yeah. I've been, and I, I myself am still learning, even though I've been in the industry for over a year now, technically. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. Uh, there's a lot to navigate within the industry um, and the, you learn a lot about yourself as well. So I right. think it's, a, mm-hmm. it's been a very valuable experience for me so far. Oh, that's so good to hear. That's so crazy. That is so mm-hmm. cool. Oh my God. Yes. I was so excited for this episode, guys. Okay. So I think this is how <laughs> this is going to plan out. So since you two are in the industry and I am not, I will be the person with the questions. A A A. So it's kind of like an interview, so I learn more about you guys, right? Um, we love allyship. Sorry, <laughs> we love allyship. Yeah. <laughs> okay, so there, as you know, there's a lot of stigmas about sex workers, right? Mm-hmm. Um, let me read you some of them. 
people always ask that um, these people, why would you sell yourself? When they think of sex work, it's automatically prostitution, mm-hmm. right? Um, people think you don't have self-respect um, and people think you don't work hard and don't value yourself. So what do you guys think about that? They think, mm-hmm. they think, and I know some people that think this. Um, is about to go off. I know some people that think <laughs> this. It's just like, you just sell pics naked. Like, that's not even hard work. You just have mm-hmm. blah, blah, blah. Not blah, blah, blah. So what do you guys think about that? Because um, <laughs> I feel like she's a lot more to say. I just want to put in my two cents first or whatever. <laughs> yeah, go first. <laughs> While I process. Because yeah, I need to filter out all of the anger. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, no, for sure. Because that's something that, like, it does get me angry about. Because the whole concept of, like, oh, they don't work hard. Like, like no, there's a lot of work that that is put into it like you have to think about a lot of things like one your own safety like two like how do you want to put yourself out there like branding is still a thing Mm -hmm. and like just like having to plan out strategically like how you would plan out a business plan like there's different like aspects to it that really mimics like non-sex work industry stuff in like within the sex work industry Mm -hmm. um so I don't think, like, not valuing myself is, like, an actual argument because, like, I do value myself. That's the reason why I am charging people for what I do. Mm-hmm. Like, it that that's how I think about it. Mm-hmm. No, that is very, very well said. Thank you, Desire. <laughs> you calmed her down. Um, yes, absolutely. Uh, to reiterate what you said, we are, we are, ent- we're entrepreneurs. We are business people. Mm-hmm. Not all sex workers are women, but um, yeah, so we we all run a business. Um, there is so much work put into, just as you said, marketing, uh, developing your brand, uh, figuring out, uh, as well as figuring out boundaries, mm-hmm. what you are willing to offer as services. Mm-hmm. Um, and to answer the question about selling ourselves, I'm sorry. This is to the clients out there. We are not products. Mm. We are giving a service. It is Mm -hmm. not my body that you are purchasing. It is my time. Mm, And what goes on during that period is negotiated between us. And I am not, I'm not an object that you get to consume and take. If anything, um, from what another, an old pro that I, uh, was speaking to earlier on, they said, um, a lot of society believes that it's the sex worker that's leaving a part of behind of themselves behind mm-hmm. when really it's a client that mm-hmm. leaves a part of themselves with us because You're they so have right. to yeah. they are they are giving their true selves because uh-huh. it's not like a client has to create their own um character like persona there's mm-hmm. no alias they are mm-hmm. coming to themselves with uh, whatever issues they want uh, to be dealt with mm-hmm. and sometimes a sexual or just in an intimate matter. But we, as the service providers, we are giving a specific care. Yeah, we're giving ourselves a, giving a character. Mm-hmm. We're selling you a persona that does not necessarily relate to us as people. Mm-hmm. Yes. So I don't really think we are selling ourselves. Um, I believe we are providing a service and uh it's the client who kind of is leaving a piece behind that is so good no 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 like that that makes so much sense when you put it that way you know that was a lot no that was really good (laughs) i need like a minute to like yeah to recover no because like no it's so true exactly what you're saying though because it's just like people don't ever try to look at it in that perspective at all like I I honestly probably couldn't have thought about that on my own if you didn't say that like say it like that and it's Mm -hmm. so true because like I've had people subscribe to my OnlyFans and just because they subscribe to my OnlyFans they're like okay give me your Snapchat okay like okay like I was like whoa like you subscribe for me (laughs) exactly I was like you subscribe to my OnlyFans so that's what you're gonna get you don't get the rest of me it doesn't make like no you didn't pay for the rest unless you want to pay for that too exactly (laughs) so no I totally relate like that's crazy no that's really good because it 
It's an exchange of our time and our effort, the emotional labor that we put into uh, whatever service we're offering. Mm-hmm. And once that time has run out, I'm sorry, but if you're not going to give me something that I can benefit from monetarily, mm-hmm. then why would I provide you with that service? Fantasy's over. I'm sorry. Fantasy's over. Time's up. Yeah. Use that for. Mm-hmm. Parents will get mad. I need to go home. <laughs> I need to go home. You know what I mean? Unless you're giving me no, that. That's, yeah. No, that's so no. cool to hear. Because then, like, at that point, it's like, you really hold the power when it comes down to, like, this. So, like, you really get to run your business the way how you really want to run it. Like, it's really you. You really are the entrepreneur here. So, that's really well said. That's really mm-hmm. cool. So you hear that? Say what you fucking want because they're just thriving, not caring about what you say. <laughs> We're going to move on to the next Move one. on to the next. Yeah. Next client. Next client. <laughs> next client. <laughs> okay. So Tia, how did you first get introduced into the industry? Like, and what, in, like, what made you say, okay, I'm going to do this full time. That's it. Um... Okay, truthfully, all my life, I've been a very promiscuous character. Um, Sexuality has always been an aspect of humanity that's always interested me, um, whether it's in the form of monogamous relationships, romance, courtship. Um, Wow. I really wanted to, like, pull out all the Scarborough Skulling there, but I just, like, went in. (laughs) 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 You found a turn from sweet to, like, to make to your podcast so much i'm like wow i'm just oh, like no. absorbing all of it we're gonna okay. create a bond yeah. <laughs> um yeah so i've always been interested in the idea of intimacy and i guess what is a lot of people consider to be private acts and uh so that's always been i guess that's always been something that i've uh, found interest in growing up, but especially in university, honestly, no, especially post high school Mm. (laughs) and then into university. Um, that's when I really got to explore more with my own sexuality, but also, uh, terminology and understanding, um, specifically within like the LGBTQ community. Um, I do consider myself to be queer Mm -hmm. and how, um, that definitely plays into my allyship with uh, other queer folks. And then sex work especially is definitely a component of uh, the LGBTQ community. Uh, <clears throat> however, my direct link into sex work was, I guess, first indirectly through my double major. Um, I, well, half of my program, I did do sexuality studies. Mm-hmm. And something I learned very quickly was a lot of people who study sexuality or are in like the department, most of us are sex workers. Oh my God, <laughs> I love it. Yeah. So yeah. I had two friends specifically uh, that I did several courses with um, who worked for the same agency together. Mm. And they they had always been very open with me about their work and everything and it wasn't until I left a long-term relationship Mm -hmm. that went really sour towards the end Mm -hmm. um which tea you know we'll get into it another time but um it's not that it necessarily pushed me towards sex work in a survival way but more as a I am now free I don't have to deal with the sense of what like desire said ownership or being owned by my ex Mm -hmm. and this is something I want to try it was also I was also motivated by the by a financial um I guess, uh, aspect because I was getting ready to graduate Mm -hmm. and had to pay off OSAP, (laughs) you know? (laughs) So I was like, you know what? Why not? And I like up until that point talking about mistakes and selling pictures, giving pictures away for free. Mm -hmm. I had, I am very sexually fluid and promiscuous and I had so many, partners casual uh and whatnot um up until that point and I was like why why don't I just do this but 
make a living off of it. That is true. Yeah. yeah. So it was through my friends, through, um, yeah, my classmates at the Department of Sexuality Studies. They helped me transition into the industry with mm-hmm. their agency. That's so sick. Yeah, just because, like, I feel like for me, in contrast, like, I didn't know anyone at all in the industry, right? Mm -hmm. So, like, when I started doing, like, the sugar daddy stuff first before I did my OnlyFans, and, like, I didn't know how to approach it, like, like, where my boundaries were, like, what to expect, really. So, like, it was almost, I felt like it was a lot more scarier going into it because it's just, like, I really am coming in here raw, like, with no knowledge whatsoever. And then after, like, my first experience with, like, the sugar daddy and stuff, like, I immediately learned a lot of, like, my own mistakes. Like, one thing was, like, pricing. Like, I was pricing way too low for, like, what they were asking. Mm -hmm. And also, like, how to make sure or ensure that I was safe. Like, I really was very risky for my first time because, like, I didn't know how to protect myself. And so that's so cool that you were able to get, like, the support and stuff from, like, your own friends and, like, you could actually have someone to talk Mm -hmm. to because, like, I feel like that would have made my experience a lot more better with, like, the sugar daddies had I had someone to actually, Mm -hmm. like, refer to and -hmm. stuff. So that's really cool. A support network community is so, so Mm -hmm. important. It's vital for any like uh any like form of work yeah. or project or passion community is really important mm-hmm, have, mm-hmm. have you lost like any friends or respect from family because of like the stigma that goes around about sex workers and all that stuff like when you started full-time has people looked at you differently and be like oh why is she doing that stuff like that I'm a very, very fortunate uh, to have a large group of very supportive friends, or at least mm-hmm. to my face. So far, mm-hmm. there haven't been any issues, mm-hmm. but a lot of the people I came out to um, have been very, very supportive. Some of them very, I guess, uh, cautious, sort of paranoid for my own safety, because yeah. obviously there's, if for those who civvies civilians who don't know much about sex work um yeah they they worry for me and everything but uh I'm very fortunate to have everybody that I've come out to have been very uh yeah they've been very supportive Mm -hmm. and they haven't done anything to suggest that they have lost respect for me Mm -hmm. um in terms of family the only people who know I is um my brother, <laughs> mm-hmm. who actually mm-hmm. took my photos for me the first oh, time. Love. Yeah. He and his partner, um, his partner is a financial literacy, um, I guess, teacher. Mm-hmm. So his mm-hmm. partner helped me out with uh, figuring out how to properly budget my, like, my finances and everything. Mm-hmm. So I have them on my, in terms of family, um, one of my one of my titas and her husband they know Love. but that's because they like have always known about like I guess my sex life shenanigans since oh. the beginning of time uh, so they know we love a job. cool tita yeah yeah, we love a cool tita. yeah. she doesn't she doesn't love it <laughs> she definitely <laughs> is like once you find a better job do that oh, yeah. but yeah. she also she also didn't disown me right okay. um and then on, and then I also have a cousin who knows as well because, uh, like he lives downtown. Mm-hmm. And so, and then when he lives in the core and a lot of, whenever I do out calls, he's probably the, my closest contact or he oh, was okay. my closest contact when I first started. Now I have more people in the city who mm-hmm. could help me if, should anything bad happen during right. an out call, mm-hmm. um, I know I'm throwing like a lot of terms. I'll I'll explain them later. But uh, yeah, so I do have in total I have five people in my family who know. Oh, okay. And then That's a so large crazy. group of friends. That's good. How about you, Danny? No. Yeah. No. <laughs> literally, like she literally. On the top <laughs> well, only obviously like my closest friends know what I do, yeah. and like select a few know a selective few selective selected a selected select few? <laughs> yeah a select there we go a select, a select few, few. <laughs> um on my like followings like know who Raina storm is and everything otherwise like none of my family members know mm-hmm. i feel like being filipino and that whole like sex work industry like 
it just does not oh. match. They don't understand. <laughs> oh, just like match. I just don't even want to. Mm-hmm. I know I don't want to explain it because I just feel like it's just gonna be a whole fight. And it's just like to be honest, I don't even know for sure for myself how long term this is gonna be for me. So I don't even want to really bring it up right now, just because like I don't want to cause all this drama when I don't even know for myself how long I want to be in the industry mm-hmm. for. Um, but I feel like it would, it would be a lot more helpful if people just did know and they weren't so like negative towards it just cause like, yeah, just because like, I'd love to get the support. Like I'd love to have the support. Um, but I don't expect them to understand it through my perspective because obviously it's something very foreign to like my family and like, it's not, it's not an easy conversation to have. They were like raised to think that's bad basically yeah. like i'm supposed to be a nurse <laughs> I, everyone I'm, here is literally supposed to be a nurse yeah and i'm filipino and i'm female i'm supposed to be a nurse i'm sorry i am not a nurse or a teacher or a teacher <laughs> yeah. for real or a teacher. i do not have the patience imagine me as a teacher bitch yeah <laughs> no you do well in high school you'd be a good high school teacher oh i think so to be honest or a vp VP, <laughs> high school VP. Welcome to your morning announcements. <laughs> Good morning. <laughs> Here are your morning tunes, and then it's Mikey Acapella whoa, like whoa, on whoa, 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 whoa. <laughs> voice crack. I'm crying. Uh, have you? you no, no, no. Have you guys went through any like hardships through this? Like, have you struggled in, in, in direct relation to sex work? Yeah. So, like, um, any type of hardships. Say maybe you had a relationship and, like, they didn't look at you the same because of this. You were dealing with a guy. You didn't look at you the same because of this. Or um, you were in a scary situation, if you're comfortable talking about, it, like, where the guy, a guy or girl was just being very weird, like, creepy towards you or anything like that. Because I've seen videos. Um Oh my god, it's all on TikTok. But she was uh she was escorting this guy, but it was just on a date. I don't think mm-hmm. anything else happened, but he was just being very like crossing boundaries. Crossing boundaries. Like, was it a client or it was like, it a personal life date? I think it was a client cuz the caption was like on a sugar daddy date thing. Oh, okay, yeah. so it was a client. Have you ever had oh. experiences like that? Any one of you? <laughs> as so with terms of in terms of clients being weird because mm-hmm. i have a whole ass journal i can read to you <laughs> sure you can yeah you can say something like that yeah i want to hear something yeah if you're oh comfortable. My and if it's yeah absolutely for sure yeah um so it's so it's so different doing agency work and then independent work oh, because oh. yeah um i'll give you a, a a more recent example if, of an independent client, white, okay. aged, okay. straight cis man. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. Um, oh, my God. I really don't want him to ever book me again. Oh, but, no. <laughs> yeah, no. It was not worth it. Um, <clears throat> he definitely had what was what's considered to be yellow fever oh, okay. <laughs> oh my god like the huge fetishization did he say you're so maganda did he say that shit did he say that shit <laughs> you're so maganda did he say that shit i just want to put it out there to everybody listening to this podcast i do not speak the galog <laughs> please do not do not <laughs> they like slowly pronounce their repeat, english do not <laughs> just make sure we understand I repeat, <laughs> do not speak to me. <laughs> I will not be able to reply. <laughs> I am sorry. I'm crying. Oh, that is so funny. This guy, um, how can I describe this person? Uh, he, so he, he, yeah, he, fucking white guy comes in. He's like. I don't even know how to say it. Like, umaga. Like, like, good morning or something. And I'm like, oh, hello. I'm sorry. I just speak English. That's so <laughs> awkward, dude. I know. I'm like, I'm sorry. I don't. And throughout the session, he kept like throwing Filipino phrases at me. And I'm like, 
I can imagine him probably going through like Duolingo being like Filipino and trying to like learn like the Gallic word. Him looking at himself in the mirror, just practicing it. Guys like (laughs) No, he's like a hardcore. He admitted to me that he has like a Filipino girlfriend and uh, he just said some really strange stuff like throughout the session saying things like, yeah, I'm going to take you to the Philippines and I'm going to you on the beach what the fuck on the white sands of barakai or something <laughs> <laughs> he said it like that he's like barakai I'm like i love barakai <laughs> i was like oh my god oh my god he asked, also asked me weird questions about if i was raised catholic if i had like Catholic school girl uniform with the kilt and stuff. Mm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Maybe I did, maybe I didn't. I'm not gonna say. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> um, what do you mean? I was in the public school system. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, and mm, that thing I said about how we're not products, um, mm-hmm. that's directed to you, mister. Mm-hmm. I am not a product. Mm-hmm. He he just hardcore objectified me, and it was just really weird. And the objectification was completely encircled around my ethnicity. That would make me so yeah. uncomfortable. That would make me super super uncomfortable, especially when it's just like you when you really aren't like much like hey yeah you're Filipino, but like you can't even speak the Galug. <clears throat> I'm not as in touch with my culture. No, yeah, and that's not true for everyone um, right. in the industry. But for me personally, oh my god, it was so weird. And like this happens in my regular everyday life, but for it to happen for me to the end at work, I was like freaking blindsided, which I probably shouldn't have been considering how racist the industry is in general. Oh my god, yeah. really? But I was just blindsided. I was like, wow. Okay, okay, so how did that did that affect like the experience of the service? Like I like does that make you not perform as well? Like how do you handle that in yeah, terms of like giving the service? Yeah. Shit bothers you. Um because I am so I'm accustomed to being treated that way not as Tia. Mm-hmm. I have a pretty good poker face in that okay. sense. And I was able to like maintain the facade of who Miss Tia Reyes is and everything. And I kind of like, I, I didn't play on what he was trying to get at with me, but I also didn't like completely shut him down. And I didn't want to, yeah, I didn't want to completely end the session that way because there was a certain amount, like a, people have a certain level of intelligence and I could tell he was just not there. So <laughs> I was like, well, you're, just, just Filipino you're just an idiot. Yeah. yeah you're, just, you're just white. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> also to the clients who text me their ethnicity, I'm sorry, but it literally doesn't play any sort of like, I, I don't care. Yeah, that is so. If funny. you're if you're a dick, you're a dick. Yeah, for <laughs> real. if you're Filipino, white, black, you're like, just a dick. Like, <laughs> yeah, no. Uh, and oh, uh, so- yeah, so that I think that that's like the most recent story I've had, like the most recent experience I've had of like a st- client treating me very strangely. Doesn't happen that often, mm-hmm. uh, but but they do happen and. It's weird. Could you like <laughs> decline his request that, in the yeah. future if you really wanted to? Like, oh yeah, absolutely. Yeah, she's, yeah, yeah. independent. Yeah, independent. I actually have uh, have it like lined up on his text, like uh, on my on my phone. Uh, his his number. Mm-hmm. I already have like a decline message. I love set that. Up. Like, oh, it's yeah, so, so funny. funny. Thank you so much for. Did, do you memorize? Thank it? you so much for reaching <laughs> out. I can read it for you. Yeah. <laughs> like it's basically thank you so much for reaching out. As much as I enjoyed our time together, I don't think that we share similar interests, and I don't think I'm able to see you anymore. Or I don't think I said I don't think. I know I said straight up. We are unable to see each straight other straight up. Yeah. Yeah. No honestly, I could use that line for any of my casual guys that I don't want to see anymore. Don't fucking kill me, bro. <laughs> <laughs> Just shut it down. Yo, yeah. but like a temp- Sorry, you're not worth my time. Just put like yeah. a template. Hi, blank. I am no longer interested in our casual relationship. Blank. I Thank just fill you. in the blanks. You know, like how everyone yeah. has a cover letter template. Yeah, do that for your rejection yeah. letter template, babe. Okay, I'm gonna ask you for that template. Really? Yeah, that template. <laughs> I'll tweet it. I'll tweet yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that other people can use it. 
Hashtag Asian babe. <laughs> oh my god. Uh, and at the end of the message, hashtag Asian babe. Yeah. <laughs> we love branding. That is, put your logo. Put your logo. Don't even, send it, yo, don't even send it as a message. Send it as a PDF with your logo in the fucking in the bottom. With your logo at the bottom. And you're like your oh, only fan. Because honestly, like, that's probably one of my biggest things that I got to work on, like, while being in the industry is that I feel like I'm too nice sometimes. Uh, like, I actually, like, I generally start to feel bad for them. And I'm like, oh, like, I kind of, like, I only want to do it because I pity them. Like, but I'm also like, hey, but Danica, also, like, come on. Like, is this worth your time? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, he's not paying you for to do all this extra shit. Like, exactly. I don't understand. But it, mm-hmm. that that's where I kind of struggle. It's just, like, trying to stop being too nice. Like, mm-hmm. dude, just be here for the business and like that that takes some time that's very common just as women being socialized in a society where we're expected to be subservient um it's very much enrooted in our hardwiring and it's very difficult to sort of unlearn that uh that desire to be catering not necessarily a desire but feeling the the need to um provide for and be subservient to to the man yeah Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. um it's really difficult to snap out of that and I think the my experience in the industry Mm -hmm. so far has really helped me with unlearning that process because Mm -hmm. you learn very quickly Mm -hmm. that they they have no respect for your time unless you make them it's true. No, it's mm-hmm. true. I definitely feel like, yeah, because I would like to say, like, I'm still very, like, new in the industry. So, mm-hmm. like, I'm still trying to, like, unlearn, like, all these things. But it is hard. It is really hard. Mm-hmm. Um, no, but that, that's so funny to hear. I, I would expect that, like, the longer you win it, the easier it gets, I would think. I suppose. Ask me in a year. (laughs) Yeah, ask me in a year. Um, Some things do get easier, I would say, but I think it's just an ongoing lifelong experience, whether it's in the industry or in your own personal Mm -hmm. life. Um, Learning to respect yourself and uh, maintain your own boundaries. Mm -hmm. That's just an ongoing lesson. Mm -hmm. But sex work, like, I guess, uh, really facilitates that lesson. Mm interesting has there ever been like a time where like it's hit you like have you ever like questioned yourself like oh do I really respect myself like is this Mm -hmm. like does it affect your self-esteem like being in the industry or anything has that ever happened to you Mm, not in relation to clients but in when I was working in the agency my self-esteem was definitely uh questioned and had faltered quite a bit uh, in relation to the other girls at the agency, mm. um, just because we are people and we come in all shapes and sizes, tones of skin, different hair styles and everything. And, uh, obviously not only is the industry racist, but it's also content. It tends to be fat phobic yeah. and, mm-hmm. um, Although there are, there obviously is a niche, there's a market for different body types, but usually it's the slim, the spinners, the very like petite girls who tend to do well, or at least in the agency I was working Mm in. And I don't necessarily fall in that category. So when girls like critique me, there was one who critiqued me in a malicious way and another who was trying to help me with my branding. Mm-hmm. Um, but comments, uh, around like my body shape and my weight, that was definitely, Oh my gosh. Degrading. Oh <laughs> yeah. my gosh. Like, what? I think your body looks yeah. great. Like I don't understand. Thank like you. I appreciate that. I think all of you look great. Oh my gosh. <laughs> all look great. <laughs> I can't no, I'm like, actually, actually like surprised for you to say, yeah, yeah for you to say that. That's, that's mm-hmm. that really does surprise me. Damn. Yeah, because diff- I would have never thought that like you would fall under that court. Like for me, like yeah, I feel like I would most definitely fall in that court. Like I know I'm not like a slim little girl or anything like that. But that's interesting. Do you? Yeah. <laughs> Let me get a poke. Let me get a poke. <laughs> But, like, would you, like, are you allowed to say, like, what, um, 
like who pre- who actually dominates within the industry in terms of like who is it like primarily like what am I trying to say like are there a lot of white girls in it are there like mm-hmm. white males in it like like who does it mm-hmm. mainly consist of yeah the slim petite white girls tended to do the best in the specific agency I was I was with yeah um, which is a reflection of society as a whole but mm-hmm. <laughs> you know yeah. um beauty standards right yeah. so i definitely didn't fall in that category uh and so there were times where i questioned yeah not my self worth but questioned um my self confidence mm-hmm. mm-hmm. yeah. that can be tough i can't believe girls mm-hmm. like would critique you in that way yeah, it's not crazy. perfect. As much as we'd wish, like, we are all in this together, um, like, a sense of community amongst all mm-hmm. sex workers, there's still going to be tension. It's it's a competitive industry like yeah, any other. So it's not always going to be rainbows and butterflies, unfortunately. And I didn't even know they had sex work, like, agencies. Maybe I'm just... Not woke. Yeah, I didn't could that know. Have been like part of the like agency. Like, could that like affect anything about that? Like th- the fact that the the skinny white girls prevail more. Could that have to do anything with the agency? Like in terms of marketing. I I believe so because then clients can go to a website that has just a list, like a menu of all the girls, and so it's easy to just sort of shop around in one place Mm -hmm. as opposed to looking at an independent provider you have to go to each of our selective websites and so therefore you're not it's not so easy to do that comparison Mm -hmm. the way an agency would like allows for because then you have to take in all that information but one individual at a time as opposed to just like seeing all the comparative stats Uh dang yeah dang So, yeah, it it does make it a little bit easier for, I guess, the more dominant and desirable, the standard of beauty standards, Mm -hmm. which is white. White, skinny, Mm -hmm. whatever. White, white slim, yeah. yeah. So, and that's not to hate on my fellow white slim Mm -hmm. (laughs) workers, like, you do you. Uh, But there definitely is a discrepancy um, in terms of, I guess, the way clients see us and how they value us, depending on our body types and our ethnicities, a lot of things. (laughs) Would you say that like being in an agency gave you more of a safety net as opposed to being an independent worker or is there any like Mm -hmm. difference between that? Yes. Yes, absolutely. The, I think the purpose of an agency really is to help out girls who are just starting Mm -hmm. out or people, sorry, just starting out. Um, because they provide you with an in-call space, they do all of your marketing, they oh. take care of the uh, interaction, the exchange with clients. You literally just show up. Uh-huh. Just show up, all done up and everything, ready to take on the client. So you don't have to take, you don't have to do any of the administrative work, essentially. But then do you get to choose your pricing with the agency or are they setting their pricing for you so from my understanding for the one agency that i worked for they take care of they get to set the pricing and mm. it's not nearly as competitive as an independent person's pricing mm-hmm. uh, which is a bit of a drawback but for someone who's just starting out and doesn't have any sort of haven't hasn't built a name yet uh, in the industry it's it can be very beneficial to work for an agency if they're able to like get you a good client flow I didn't know they provided you with, like, an in-call space. I think that's really cool. Because I feel like that is, like, one of the hardest things to do. Like, trying to figure out where to do this. Where you're comfortable and safe enough. But you don't want them into... Yeah, like... That's, like, my biggest struggle right now. Finding a place to do it? As an independent worker, yes. It's finding an in-call space. Mm -hmm. So I'm assuming, like, you wouldn't necessarily want to bring them into your own personal home, right? Like, I'm assuming that you try to find... Mm. No. Oh, going back, just like a small tidbit back to that, like that oh, client. No. He's mm-hmm. like, so is this where you live? This is your house, right? Because that's where they always, I'm like, no. Um, <laughs> if I had the choice, 
which I do, I would not. There are <laughs> there are workers who unfortunately don't have the means to rent out an in-call space and might have to use their own place, mm-hmm. um, which is which puts them at risk and is never fun mm-hmm. uh, unless they like have the means to sort of, I guess, have their own separate room for an in-call space and whatnot. Uh, but no, <laughs> most <laughs> of us, <laughs> just like... Having an office for a massage or Cairo. Yeah. We do not work. N- not a lot of us work out of our homes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mister. It's also scary. <laughs> <laughs> it's also scary. Just, just in case like the guy, like the guy or the girl has some bad intentions and like they're just physically. Yeah. Home. A client like could they easily want to come back. back. Yeah. yeah. Stalk you. Yeah. I'm sorry. No. That's not happening. That is actually one of my biggest fears. Having mm-hmm. like a stalker. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I know. I can't. I can't. I can't. You, the mo- the show. You, yeah, not for me. Oh, oh, yes. I, I haven't watched it, but I, I know a lot of people have like referenced it and stuff. It's it sounds very. Yeah. Uh, after that, <laughs> after watching that, I've, I privated my Instagram account for like months. My- <laughs> oh <laughs> no, I'm scared. No, it's a very uh, real threat for like mm-hmm. for women in society no, in general. Yeah. So that's. I understand that. Are you ever afraid of like seeing your clients out in oh public, gosh. or like have you oh ever? Like, done oh my gosh, have you ever ran into one? Yeah, I oh. have. Oh, <laughs> it was like I am so grateful for masks now. Oh, fat, 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 fat. <laughs> I am now so grateful for them. Um, it was a month into me just starting and I was out with my girlfriends. Mm-hmm. They knew about my job. Yeah. Like I just wouldn't shut up about it. <laughs> and then we were like at a shoppers and, uh, I was like, Oh my, I didn't even say anything to them, but they, I, one of my friends, they saw like the look on my face and she was like, okay, we got to go to my other <laughs> friend because I was like, Oh my goodness. We're like, in the line and I'm like oh my goodness that's that's that person that I just saw on the weekend oh my god <laughs> he luckily uh he didn't see me mm-hmm. but I saw him and I was like oh wow this is this is weird <laughs> yeah. but also kind of scary um I didn't I don't think that that client would have like done anything to jeopardize me because it also if it exposes him as exp- well. Yeah, if it exposes me, it exposes him, and it's much worse for him in it the is. Canadian legal system. Yes. <laughs> so. Yeah. <laughs> so I'm, I like, know. a little bit safe, but still, precautions. Is that something that, like, because obviously our legal system right now, it's very, like, weird when it comes around to, like, sex work. Like, it's like, yeah, you're allowed to sell yourself, but you're not allowed to buy sex. Like, mm-hmm. you're allowed you to f- provide the service, but not purchase. purchase oh, yeah, I totally forgot about that. Yeah. Yeah. Like, how do you feel about that? Like, would you want the legal system to actually legalize it and try and, like, get into it? Or, like, are you OK with how things are right now? I'm definitely not okay with how things are right now. Okay, yeah. <laughs> Screening yeah. is really hard. Justin Trudeau, if you're listening, please yeah. let's work towards. Can you imagine? Let's please work towards decriminalization, not ne- not legalization, decriminalization. Legalization. Okay, like, yes. um, yeah, my activist side is like getting ramped up here, but uh, <laughs> yeah, the difference, uh, legalization, um, it can be. I guess you can, the best comparison is uh, the legalization of marijuana. Right. Mm -hmm. Um, It means that, legalization means that a bunch of laws essentially are being written to allow for the sale of cannabis. Okay. Uh But it doesn't do anything for the people, by the way, BIPOC people who were incarcerated Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. for... Uh, building a business around selling marijuana. Mm -hmm. And so decriminalization would mean um, that laws are not uh, written and therefore loopholes cannot be made um, or exploited uh, by, I guess, by pimps and people who are controlling other sex workers Mm -hmm. it would allow for us as workers to screen a lot better because then it would mean that johns or clients um don't have to worry about being arrested for seeking out our services Mm -hmm. and Mm -hmm. so that is why we 
would really we really advocate for decriminalization because it means that we can screen better and do our jobs in a safer manner and then it also means that the other side of our business clients can seek out our services without fearing to worry. yeah mm-hmm. without having to worry about repercussions for being a client exactly. for being yeah. like the exactly. the the seekers of the service we provide so right. um that's my stance on it Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. And good night. <laughs> Thank you for asking. <laughs> I actually never thought about it that way in like decriminalization versus legalization and like what it means between the two. So that's really interesting to hear, honestly. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, because like I just thought it was weird. I was like, how are you going to just make it okay yeah, it just to like, make sense. sell it? <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. But then not be okay with purchasing it. Like, okay. Yeah, that's how they get you. That's There's how I guess like the Canadian government. Yeah, they want to make it seem like, oh, we yeah, respect you your right. Yeah, uh, yeah, we respect but. your right to sell a service as like business, like business people. But mm-hmm. we're gonna take away <laughs> your market. Your yeah, yeah. <laughs> does not make sense. Make it make. Mm-hmm. It. Yeah. Oh, that's so crazy. Oh man, I guess like for the last question. Um, the controversial question. Would you let your kid... Kid go into the industry? In, yeah. If you had a child, would you, would you let them go into oh. the industry? And like... Yeah. Um, by kid, uh, you mean someone who is of legal yes. uh, age of the majority? Yes. Is it like 18 plus? Mm-hmm. Um, if they were... So give me some context. If they were to come up to me and ask me what yeah, I think... Like, what if like your, let's say 20-year-old child not your child anymore i guess your 20 year old <laughs> offspring <laughs> yeah your 20 year old offspring has come up to me like hey like literally same situation i'm just finishing school i but i met a friend who says who does this kind of work let's say sec- like that does like escorting mm-hmm. um and she invited me to go meet the agency and i'm interested in doing it like how would you feel about that Disclaimer, I am not promoting. I know, yeah. Yeah, yeah, we are not promoting. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'm not trying to tell people to go into the industry. Yeah. Against their will. Um, however, if, yeah, if a, if my offspring, my legally aged child, um, really did the research uh, and discussed whatever... Um, I guess had had a discussion with me, mm-hmm. um, set up their own medical team, which is something that I did or I forgot to mention. Medical um, team. Like I have a, yeah, my, so my family doctor knows my, oh. I have a gynecologist. Oh. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Who knows? <laughs> yeah. I did not know that. Okay. Yeah. She knows. And, um, mm-hmm, she took it really well <laughs> as well as a, uh, there's um, a clinic downtown that they they mostly specialize in the queer community. For gay people, they offer the PrEP mm-hmm. drug, which oh. is pre-exposure prophylaxis um, that's supposed to combat against uh, HIV and AIDS. Um, they provide that medication for free. Oh, that's what I want to plug. Okay. Uh, <laughs> the Maple Leaf Clinic at College and Young. Um, yeah, they, I was, I came out, came out to them and the nurse, like he checks in on me and we, he does like all the STD screenings that I need whenever I want. So I prepped that as well. I had all of that prepared and lined up before I got into it. Yeah, I was, like, super... I was thinking about how my mom would take this. Yeah. (laughs) I mean, I know she would, like, lose it. Mm -hmm. But at least she knows that, like, medically, I am taking care of myself as well. Yeah. Uh, Not everyone has that, like, privilege to be able to come out to their doctors. And the the healthcare system is, like, uh, they're infamous for... Uh, their horophobia and their poor treatment of sex workers in general. Mm-hmm. So I'm really lucky to have that. But uh, yeah, if I, my child had um, the necessary supports put in place, then I couldn't say don't do it. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I would try my best to give them whatever support they need. Um, and I guess uh, hopefully they'd have like a, financial plan or a goal to help them work out 
into what they kind of want to do mm-hmm. later on. Like I, I'm as much as I do, I really love my job, my work, and I would like to do this as long as I possibly can, mm-hmm. but I am also like doing this so that I can work on other things. This right. gives me the financial liberty to focus on the things I actually want to do exactly. beyond this, mm-hmm. which is something that not a lot of people are aware of or consider when it comes to, oh, why are you doing sex work? It's because it compensates me fairly yeah. in this ridiculous proletariat society that believes $15 an hour is mm-hmm. enough yeah. to yeah. support yourself. But no, sex work is enough to support myself and my dreams beyond beyond it. So wow, if that's you what Michael really, wants to do, do it. <laughs> you really make like sex work sound so much more professional coming out of your mouth. Yeah. I didn't know <laughs> like, there was a like a whole medical team. Like that Yo. Yo, that is so good. That is so good. Yo, like I yeah. For anyone who is like listening, who even thought about it, like yes, go start a, go get your medical team ready and prepped exactly. because I no, that's super super smart. I wish I knew that. I wish I knew that like two years ago, honestly. Whoa, um, I did not know. Yeah, that. no, that's actually so cool. I mean, because yeah, at first, because like my first worry of like if my. 18 plus year old kid came to me being like um can I start an OnlyFans like I would worry more so for their mental health first like like, can you like mentally handle this though like are you gonna be okay like you just understand like the industry's not always that nice like like things are gonna get to you most likely like most likely it's gonna happen um and i would I would just be scared for them to get into scary situations yeah like i would want them to be a lot more smart about yeah. it like how to handle how to approach like i feel like they would have to really show me like that they're well knowledgeable about the industry before they can even like step into mm-hmm. it because it is very scary especially the fact that like it's not very regulated as well um so you just gotta be really really smart mm-hmm. about going into it for sure yes uh, absolutely always do like do monthly or if you can twice a month std screenings learn how to screen clients properly mm-hmm. until we can decriminalize um <laughs> <laughs> always have someone that uh, knows your start and end time and knows your location have like a 10 minute t- like uh, frame to call and mm-hmm. if you, that person doesn't call we're going to like either drive our asses over there or we're calling the police mm. just we don't love the police getting <laughs> involved in these things but yeah when in desperate times, but uh, yeah, I the mental health aspect that you that you bring up, Desire, is a really good thing. I never actually, I always like skim over that because yeah. Oh yeah. Also, I I do have a therapist as well who is also yeah. a sex worker. Yeah. So yeah, I forgot. That's also <laughs> part of my my medical team. Yeah. I so love that. I love yeah. That. yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. So it's really important to have your supports in place if you can like as soon as possible and yeah that's why I definitely um promote I advocate for community having people to go to it's really really important Mm -hmm. it is really because I feel mm -hmm. like people don't realize it too because if and if anything oh yeah Mm -hmm. no I was gonna say I'd rather my my child tell me than to like have to tiptoe around it because if they are gonna go into the industry like whether I approve it or not I'd rather them have my support yeah than Mm -hmm. to not have that yeah the men's sorry no that's okay um what Danny said the mental thing um is a big thing for me too just because they're young right 18 say if they're 18 Mm -hmm. and they want to go like you're so young you can be like affected easily you know just thinking of like my 18 year old my 18 year old self and like the story that you said um tia um how girls would critique you in in some way like sometimes in a very Mm -hmm. bad way i'm scared for my child for my kid sorry my 18 year old kid to like experience that because i don't know if they're gonna take it or i don't know how that's gonna affect you know their confidence and all that stuff so that is scary Mm -hmm. that's one of the yeah absolutely yeah. Oh, that's so good, though. <laughs> wow, I, I honestly feel like I got a lot more insight into the industry talking. To yeah, you. for sure. Um, yeah. <laughs> Thanks. But, yeah, I'm happy no, to educate. educate. I have a question. Yes. How much would my feet pics be? <laughs> like how much? How much did I lose? Like what? How, what was my loss? What was my loss? You know, I sent videos. Like, like the, the, like, like the feet videos. Yeah. 
That was a thousand oh, bucks, wasn't it? Seven hundred. <laughs> um, six hundred. Uh, six fifty. Honestly, so you would like give a price point and like in any in any like buy sell context, they might have bartered. I would have like started at a hundred per <laughs> per, per <toe>. pick. <laughs> per <laughs> I would have started at a hundred because like. Look, if you really wanted it, you would pay for it. Exactly. That's true, right? That's true. Buddy, if you really want this, you'll pay for it. Because, like, I could just move on to the next one. Mm-hmm. Or you could just make them, like, think that. But, yeah, uh, yeah start at 100 and go from there. Oh, my God. I missed out on <laughs> hey. the bag. I missed out on the bag. <laughs> I hate that. I know. Mikey, go call him right now. Yeah, no way. Like, no way. No way, Jose. Okay, I'm gonna bleep this out. Retroactive. I'm gonna Mikey bleep this out. Mikey, bleep this out. Cut this out. It was that wanted the feet. Oh. oh my gosh. Ugh. Oh, that's that's so funny. You know, that doesn't surprise me that it was him. No, yeah. That's so funny. All this Oh, oh my goodness. goodness. So annoying. Life lessons. Life lessons <laughs> that in the, the episode. Archive. Um, don't believe about the bad stigma and the bad sex workers, okay? They're thriving. We're all different. They're thriving. Yeah. You're just stuck there wishing you were making the bag like them. It's fine. <laughs> mm-hmm. And uh, don't sell, don't give out feed pics for free. <laughs> don't. No, no free content. No more free If they're content. not their boy, your boyfriend or your husband, please, no. Charge them. At least. Mm-hmm. Even then. Even then. <laughs> yeah. Even then. <laughs> Honey, you get a pick, but like, I want a massage. <laughs> oh, true. Or you're cooking dinner. For real. Yeah. For real. <laughs> oh, my God. This was fun. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. This was so fun. Thank you, Tia, for being our It was friend. so fun That's to so talk good. with both of you. This was Thank so you. Good. I love yeah. this conversation. Yay. <laughs> okay. I'm excited. Moving on. Mm-hmm. Moving on. Local shout outs. Local shout outs. Hey. Hey. (laughs) Sick. Okay. Tia, why don't you go first? Mm -hmm. Okay. Uh, So on Twitter, I would like to shout out um, one of my colleagues as well as the uh, man responsible for all of my amazing pictures. (laughs) So to start with my colleague, her name is Vera. Um, on Twitter, she goes by at Vera, V-E-R-A underscore X-O-X-O-X. Uh, she's been a huge component in the growing of like my business as an independent worker. She also helped me through whatever I had to deal with at the agency, mm-hmm. like starting off in the agency. So shout out to Vera. We love Vera. <laughs> yeah, Vera is amazing. Go check her out. And... So that's for clients. (laughs) And uh, for other providers, if you want a queer, friendly, sex work positive and friendly um, photographer to come like shoot uh, your next photos or video, you can check out Mark Shoots Noir. Um, I think it goes by Mark Samuels. Okay. Some, we'll, we'll, we'll something link like that. Yeah, but his uh, his Instagram is at m a r c s h o o t s n o i r. Mark shoots noir. So Perfect. yeah, check them out. Okay. Cool. Yeah. Okay. We'll sh- we'll shout them out. We'll link up all their um their twitters and instas in our description mm-hmm. this week and stuff. Um. Okay. So this week I did want to shout out a new friend that I got to meet yesterday. Her name is Michelle. Michelle. Yeah. She oh. did my tattoo last oh. night. Look. Oh. Oh. That is so mm-hmm. sick. Oh my god. That's so sick. <laughs> Damn. Yeah. I think I saw you post it. Yeah, so I got my lip tattoo done. Now I have Angel written on my lip. I love that. <laughs> yeah, so I'm going to link down her Instagram below. She's super, super sweet, so please give her some love. Um, and she's super talented as well. So shout out, Michelle. Yay. <laughs> okay, so my shout out, um, she bakes gorgeous, gorgeous cakes. She baked my brother's uh, gender reveal cake and my dad's birthday, like tennis cake. She made a whole tennis cake for my dad's like 60th birthday, which was very, very cute. It was also like a pullout, like the one of those money pulls, the money pull cake, Mm, which mm -hmm. is really cool. Um, Sienna, cakedupcustoms.com. Hit her up. She's very, very talented. Um, 
feel like she was baking ever since high school or maybe even earlier that like just seeing her cakes she's really she's really really good yeah. and the cakes yeah. are actually really really good she made me like fondant. Cool. she made me like fondant <laughs> i never used to like oh. um, if you're oh, here nice. you made me like fondant so nice. it's a big thing okay make sure you go and follow all of our shout outs instagrams their twitters etc um follow and- wait hold up Follow Rain and Storm on OnlyFans. Stop right there, bitch. Follow Rain and Storm on OnlyFans. Follow mm-hmm. Tia Reyes. Do you have like a... I'm on Twitter. Twitter. I also have a Trist, <laughs> which is my which is my website. Um... Where, well, it's not my website, but it's the website where you can find the most information about my services mm-hmm. and everything, my availability. Okay. Sounds good. Yeah. Sounds mm-hmm. good. All right. All right, so I think that's a plenty okay. of shit that three bitches oh, in the 20s shit, can like. Get it, dude. <laughs> get it. Can't take for the day. Today was such a great conversation. Thank you so much, Miss Tiris, for coming on to our Yay. show today. So Thanks good. for having yeah. me. <laughs> I look okay. forward to hearing from you all again. Yes, yes, yeah. definitely. Okay, but we'll, I guess we'll end it here then. Hey, see all you right, guys next you. time. Right. Take care. Bye. Bye. Bye.